from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. Another week has come and gone. We passed Halloween already. We're well on the way to Thanksgiving. Holding in my hand a can of Trader Joe's Wintry Blend Ground Coffee Sprinkled with Spices. It's a medium dark roast. Smooth, spirited, and lively. Available only at Trader Joe's. Don't buy it. It's absolute crap. Do not buy it. Whatever you do, don't buy it. So in other words, I'll leave more for you. Thanks, John. That's please. exactly what he's saying. John, please be quiet. Uh, but thank you for this. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for this beautiful <laughs> can of coffee, man. This is good stuff. Trader Joe's, said only, they only bust it out once a, once a year for a few months. And John is saying that this year it might be a little uh, harder to get because of supply chain problems because of COVID. Um, and uh, let me just tell you, Wintry Blend is the perfect coffee to enjoy on a cold winter morning or icy winter night. This delightful coffee is a blend of South American coffee beans roasted to a smooth, mellow, medium dark roast known as Vienna roast. Then they spike the blend with zesty red and green peppercorns, whole cloves, and chunks of sweet cinnamon. The light sprinkling of spices adds zing to an already extraordinary cup of coffee. Zing with the strings of your heart. <laughs> Wintry blend by Trader Joe's. The secret ingredient is love. See, you can't ignore Jake because he'll just double down. Mm. I tried. I heard the first <laughs> snore. I just kept doing my but cold But you did re- the right thing. Yeah, you're right. You did, you the, did right the right thing. thing. Otherwise, it's a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. But it, I felt like I, I'm not a good cold reader. It's not for you. It's not for Oh, you're them. doing fine. It's for me. It, it was who, like a commercial. Who's that for? I who? love any, <laughs> any food that says, our story begins. <laughs> yeah. It always sounds like Orson Welles. These frozen oh, uh, fish sticks start. Patrick and uh, Justine are both playing Animal Crossing right now. No, Justine's looking at the movie database. No, she's got a look I'm of done now. She has a look of shock and you done pissed her off. That was righteous indignation. Yeah. Hold on, here we go. She's like, "How dare you? I'm working for let's, the show." Let's yeah, do this. let's do this. <laughs> How dare you? There you go. We're moving the monitor over so Daddy can see. She could have like <laughs> she could have like, chucked that tablet at your head. You know what I was doing? That's a heavy I was doing too. our ratings. Justine, what are you doing over there? Are you working on our rating system? Uh, I realized that one of your special episodes, you didn't give it a number, so I was off by one number on a few. Oh, episodes. my God. No. no. That's dedication. How far back was that? <laughs> Three years ago. It was I uh, usually episode don't... 368. In between that, he had a special, which I thought he would have numbered it. So I, I was usually off by one. don't number the specials. So go back and unnumber it, please. Although they're in the... They, they are. And on iTunes, your number system is off from the number. That's why I always put the episode number, because there are more episodes than... So if it's an episode, if I do episode three, blah, 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 or whatever, that is a full episode with the usual cast and crew. If I do a special episode, or if I just say bonus episode, it's either special guest or something that isn't in the regular. So It's, like it's the, still canonical. <laughs> So I think what he's saying is you're doing your job wrong. No, she's doing a great job. I mean, nobody wants to do it. Justine took that upon herself, so God bless her for doing that. Well, you had so many questions of, I wonder what we rated on that one movie. Yeah. Well, so you know, some people just like to sit around and make snore noises, and other people are proactive. Yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> I'm proactive. Mm. Proactively snoring. I proactively snore. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear anybody else snoring around here. Anyone who messes up—that's all I need, and I filled it. Any anyone who messes up today gets a squirt of Unstoppables for Breeze Air Freshener. Unstoppables. What is that mint? What are you, what are you playing there? Animal Crossing? Honey? No, it's a roguelike game called Skull. 
Uh, it's uh, you run around and smash things. It's great. At least he's telling the truth. Yeah, but I mean, you. It's <laughs> gonna launch us into another direction. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let it go. Okay. <laughs> I I loved how he how he how he did that though. He says you run around and smash things, and then he had a mouthful of skittles. He's all that's great. <laughs> One of us is happy right now. Mm-hmm. The other one's pissed off. <laughs> well, I'm not be? angry. I'm not angry. I'm just like, well, what are you going to yeah, do? Just you just roll. You know, you just you understand why the boomers are the way they are sometimes mm-hmm. when they talk about the millennials. Not always, mm. but I sometimes it's it it. I mean, I like it, the fact that the more they like look into this, I, I think I've fallen off the edge. I don't think they consider me a boomer anymore. <laughs> they keep restructuring who's considered a boomer. You shouldn't be. You definitely do not. I'm at the tail end. I'm like the last. <laughs> Two years, you can be considered. You're like a, a proto Gen Xer. You're like a proto. I think I fell through the crack somewhere, which is fine because I'd see those specials and go, "I don't think this is me." I didn't go to mm. Vietnam. Yeah. I wasn't at Woodstock. I didn't watch a net on the Mickey Mouse show. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't think I'm a boomer. You know, no, you're not a boomer. You are definitely you are definitely a proto Gen X. I'm a man. Fucking boom. I am a man. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> I am not a monster. Yeah. I am a man. I move for no man. John's like. <laughs> John's like, I was, uh, I merely adopted the boomers. Uh, I did not know about Vietnam until I was already a man. You wouldn't know from my. <laughs> I know. It's funny because I used to like read in the back of the uh, the comic books, you know, they'd have some reference to Vietnam. I go, hmm, that's weird. I wonder where that is. You know? <laughs> you know, you're, reading like, you're reading like, you know, man thing and you're like, oh, what's this? You know? And they start saying, oh, you better, moms, you better start re- looking around. You'll have to register your kids soon. What? Really? There was some ad. I forget what the hell it was. You know, it was like an anti-war ad in the back of one of those comics. Um. I just saw a great book, by the way, called Ad Nauseum. And it was, I saw it at Barnes & Noble. It was a book of all the newspaper print ads for horror movies from the 70s and 80s. Really? Do you remember when they would run the the, the little tiny ads with the movie times? Wow. It was all this like different... You know they're all black and white. It's all, all right. it's all black and white. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> don't buy it. Don't buy it for yourself then. Because that's how I found out about all that stuff. You'd crack open the LA Times. There might be a, a you know an ad that's about like you know two inches, <laughs> and it's like you know taste the blood of Dracula now playing at the Wardman. You know at two o'clock yeah, yeah. and five o'clock, and you're like, wow, look at that, look at the teeth, and look at the cleavage. <laughs> oh my God, it's Dracula! Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's called ad nausea. Check check this out for a segue, John. Yeah. That's how I found out. I remember seeing an ad for a little movie called The Hidden back in the 80s that my cousin ah. dragged me to. And I just talked about it on the uh, Home Video Hustle with Brent. I was a special guest last week. Is that they Michael Band? They talked about The Hidden. Mm. Is that who? Oh, no, no. That's The Keep. I guess I have never heard of The Hidden. It's uh, Michael Norrie and Kyle MacLachlan. Jesus. And it's basically a cross between, I say alien, Brent says the thing. And the Terminator, oh. where this little alien like keeps going from body to body, basically making them ah. in, indestructible. And, this, wow. and, and Kyle MacLachlan ends up being, he's taking the form of an FBI agent, but he's an alien himself, hunting this so other speaking. creature down. Kind of. It's really, really low budget, huh. but very, very well done. Very well done I'll on a low budget. And a lot of uh, shooting in downtown L.A., in the 80s when it was still kind of a ghost town. Yeah, yeah. And there's mm. n- n- nobody around. And it's really, really cool. It's Interesting. It's called the, the Comic Lachlan. Really good. 
They hidden, and I had a great time with Brent and PJ. It was a fun show. Right on. So give that a listen. Uh, always check out the Home Video Hustle, our podcast homies. Uh, yeah, but I had a good time. They were they were really right cool. Right on. Uh, and check out the Hidden if you can. I would we should have done that one while we did the eighties, but I don't own. Yeah, it. I'll look for it. So that's uh, after Dune. But before... Yes, after Dune, but before Twin Peaks oh, for okay. uh, for Kyle, oh. for, for good old Kyle McLaughlin. Now, uh, I had a little something at the top of the show I wanted to talk about. Before we... Uh, Patrick just asked me to remind him that he watched Dune side-by-side side with the the Lynch 84 Dune with the 2021 Dune by Denis Villeneuve. I'd love to know if they both end at the same point since no, they're both only doing half the Oh, you ever right. watched it, John? I, I'm the only, I think I'm the only one that watched it up to last week now. Patrick has seen I it. I saw the David Lynch. I didn't it see the new It stops one. halfway, like just as the book is getting, like just as they're out in the desert. Just as it's getting good, they stop. Just as so that's the new one. That's the new one. Yeah. When does the old one end? Uh, they do the whole thing. They do the whole. They do the they whole. They do the book. whole book, huh? Wow. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, I always assumed that they didn't make it through the whole. book. No, they did the whole book. Wow. Wow, they should have done that for the Hobbit. Hmm. Yeah, well. How about that? Is it warm in here? Or is it just? Is it just me? It's always too warm. Just for me. you. <laughs> I can always use. My it's because I'm sitting one person away it's from. Because you're hot, baby. It's quite comfortable over here. <laughs> Sorry. I could always, if you want air conditioning, I could always use more. I'll shut my legs. Uh, John, no, not John. <laughs> I got derailed there. I was going to say something. Anyway, shut stop supporting. It was bound to happen. He finally stop supporting uh, Peter Jackson and because <laughs> look what he did. He took all your Lord of the Rings money and you made a Beatles documentary. So stop. Oh, now you're going to. So you loved him when he was doing World War One. See, that's now, what it's course, all about. You're, you're huh? turn that's on what a it dime all came because around. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the truth comes out. That's mm-hmm. really. Gee, Mario, <laughs> you love this guy wow. until he got mixed up with the I was, I was already I already had my doubts with Kong when he did that King Kong. Oh, that wasn't that bad. Hey, that was fun. Three-hour King Kong? Too long. Three but, hours? But not that bad. He has a habit of... I like, never thought I would be bored of dinosaurs. <laughs> ever. I never thought, oh... They could have lost the entire spider sequence. People getting eaten and thrown up by spiders. That was cool, because I always that wanted was to a see cool that. Scene. I love that he thought that would make up for the, the lost spider episode from the first movie, mm-hmm. which probably lasted all of like five minutes. <laughs> Not even that, probably yeah. like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my biggest beef with the King Kong remake, not enough women screaming like men. That's see. Uh, the other way, other other way, way around. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other way around. I love that it was a period piece, that it was 30s New York. Yes, yes. Yeah, you know, that was good. So I'm, I'm in. Uh, that last, his sequence on the Empire State Building is great. Mm-hmm. That whole, yeah. if it was just that, I would have been like, this is the great. The problem is, no matter if you do a good one or a bad one, they're never going to measure up to the one from 33. Monkey, monkeys on ice. Monkeys yeah. on ice. That's I didn't like I was, that. Yeah, I didn't like that. That's Too like. silly. Mm-hmm. But how are you ever going to top the one from 1933? It doesn't matter how realistic you make him look. I will always think that's the best one. Peter Jackson. See, that's why you go in a different direction. That's why I love Kong Skull Island. They just went went a completely different direction. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you have to worry so much. It's not so iconic. Don't try to emulate the classics. Yes, it was fun. And and then you add, uh, what's his name, as the pilot, and that just adds another layer to it. Best thing in the movie. John C. Riley. Imagine, like, that's such a great idea. Yeah. Crash landing there during the war, and it's like he's stuck there. And he's stuck there, and he tries to warn people. Hey, there he is, man. Now, uh, uh, Renee, can so, you uh, can you hit the? Is, can we lower oh, the the temp? Thank no, you. it's warm. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're dying in here. We're like we're like uh, Johnny Johnny Storm. Patrick and and Justine are practically asleep. They're not saying a word. I know. Look at that. It's so warm in here. Usually, I hear Patrick whining about 
Wow! <laughs> I didn't see I that, Kevin. That. <laughs> that was great. Nah, 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 Did you give him like hey. five bucks to say that? That is the host, of, a, the that is the host of Keeping Up With The Nerds, dropping the microphone and walking out. Saying, bitches, I'm out. Dropping the bomb on poor Patrick over there. Usually. So I'll survive. <laughs> he will survive. It's like a cockroach. Just, just keep... <laughs> So that gives me an idea for a song. Uh, you so, know, what I Renee will. said didn't hurt, but you calling me a cockroach, that hurts. Yeah. Did you call him a cockroach? Nuclear bomb, yeah. <laughs> Nuclear bomb don't kill a cockroach. Guys, we have big news. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and cockroaches, we have a big news. We have, <laughs> you have a big Son news. Of a bitch. This is in front cockroach. We have a big news. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Great. I like that. Metamorphosis. <laughs> You know, flies have so many eyes, they'll just give you one. Anyway, okay, um, guys, it's Saturday. It's a very special birthday. It's not Saturday. You Saturday birthday. will be a very special birthday. For who? One of our favorite people in the whole wide world. Mario's birthday is Emma Stone? Up. No, not Emma Stone. Jennifer Lawrence? Nope. Even more favorite than that. Who is our favorite florist Jim, Jim in the whole Carrey. wide world? Ooh, ah. the lily pond. Mm. Ah. We have to sing a British birthday song. Do you know? Do you know what we're going to do? There a Would it be the, the Beatles' birthday song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. There you go. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I walk into... I just imagine paper crowns and... Yeah, there you go. My, Very sad, boring food. My, wow. Oh. I said it! My mother needed... I will say there's a lot of brown in their, in their diet. My mother, my mother needed uh, water the other day, so I went into Big Lots because she wanted Crystal Geyser. Mm-hmm. And Big Lots carries it like that had it on sale, so I walk in there. It's the day after Halloween, mind you. The first Christmas song I hear. Mm. The whole place is decked out. What is the first Christmas song I hear? Oh, it, Mariah Carey. Nope. <laughs> oh. It's also the worst Christmas song. Oh, the the man uh, with the bag. Christmas no. shoes. That's, that's it. That's in my that's in my bottom five for sure. Christmas shoes. Christmas time. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> you don't like that one? I hate that song. Oh, the McCartney one. Oh my god. You know what? I you know, I would agree with you. I mean, I like the Beatles, but that is a shitty Christmas song. <laughs> and it sounds like he wrote it. Like on the back of a paper bag in about two seconds, you know? You should have just gave it to someone else. Don't even associate it with you. Just write it for someone else. I, to sing. Here's the thing he probably loves it. <laughs> Simply having a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> it's the antithesis of the, of the Lennon Christmas song, which is like, think about how many people are dying in Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. You have the power to stop the war. I think he it's... needed to balance out John Lennon. Well, a he overbalanced. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> With the other direction, yeah. So, Mario, I agree with you. Shitty Christmas song. Well, let me just tell you, though. It is the Lollipop's birthday. Happy early birthday. <laughs> so. What are we going to do? Well, are we going to sing? What are we going to do? We're going to do, what do you guys want to do for well, English what, birthday? Let's personalize it. What does she like? Let's sing happy birthday in the styles of Jon Snow. She's very nice. I know that, but what's her favorite <laughs> music? Does she have a uh, favorite band? Oh, she's got all kinds of favorite bands. You know, she likes Brit pop from the early two thousands. So we could sing it in the style of Blur, mm, an Oasis, or a radio. There you go. So if we do it Oasis style, we'll sing and then we'll just start fighting in the middle of the. <laughs> just start yelling at each other. There you go. What's your proximity to Manchester? I don't. I never know. You ask this every time, I know, and I never I know. know exactly. I know, and you're probably getting annoyed with. I it. want an approximate kilometer. I just want an excuse to. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> to sing the buzzcocks. To say the buzzcocks. Yeah, to say Just the to say the word. To say the buzzcocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love She's, it. Say it. Say it. Just how about the Smiths? She's very close John. to Manchester. Very close. The Smiths are from Manchester, right? I don't know. I know there's panic on the streets of London. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. There you go. And then I had a birthday. And nobody came to the birthday. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. There it is. The happy birthday, Lillipot. That was, the song that was your birthday song. Yeah, I didn't mean it to be such a downer, Lillipot. But. Well, you know. <laughs> happy birthday, Lillipot. From all your friends over at... That's uh, a Morrissey birthday song. All your friends over at the Superiority yeah. Complex. I wish I could have thought of She's a way doing to... Well. To do the blo- uh, yeah, how's the shop? She's doing? doing well. She's not. She's working out out of her house. Okay, but she survived this last mm-hmm. year and a half. Yeah, yeah, she's working. She's doing well. She's, she's busy. Lots of orders. Coming to the time corsages, boutonnieres, they're coming. But anyway, happy birthday <laughs> to the Lily Pots. Uh, <laughs> drop her a line on on at the Lily Pot. That should have uh, been a that should have been a more upbeat song. <laughs> new, oh, we could do a happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lily Pot. Happy birthday to you. And now on kazoo. Esta son las mananas. Do you carry that with you everywhere you go? <laughs> he really does. He does, yeah. I think you've got go. like a little briefcase for it. Emergencies only. I, uh, I actually, you know, when people give me gifts, I actually use them. Um, okay, wow. that's rough. <laughs> shout out! I immortalize them on my. Shout out to our shelf. friend, the uh, Hob the Troll, as well. Oops. Oh, Johnny, you okay? Wham! Yes. Okay. It's the holiday right. season. Patrick, let's talk about it. Which one? It's the holiday season. With Rudy Toots. And Rami Tum Tum. Who is that? And I give your mom a bunch of tricks. I don't know. It's gone through so many permutations. That's it. I think it's Andy Williams. And the Groobie Eyes. Don't forget to wind up your clock. Because just about 12 o'clock. I'll be coming down the uh, Everybody, uh, Man with a Bag is a terrible Christmas mm. song. Everybody's waiting for the Man with a Bag. Um, Every time I hear that now, I think of you. Yeah, that's, God, a, that's an awful the song. Man with the Bag. Wait, wait. Everybody's waiting for the Man with the Bag. It's like they were really, it was it's somebody. bad swing. It was, yeah, and it was somebody that really wanted that to take off. They really wanted it to be like, hey, from now on, people are going to call Santa the Man with the Bag because of this song. They, you felt like they were really aiming high. Yeah. yeah, and was that was that an old song? Is that like a Peggy Lee or uh, something it's like that? Awful. Yeah. It's, it's all those fifties guys, Van Heusen and all those guys. <laughs> they get, they, <laughs> wow, they, they got uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. got drunk on their own uh, on their own Six power, and we're like, 50s. we're gonna make Christmas classic. Man in the bag, yeah. But I do love ever. I will say is I'm not an Andy Williams fan, but most wonderful time of the year will always be cemented in my head because. Staples used it. Do you remember that? It was an ad campaign yeah. for back to school. And it was the uh, it was the, the mom running along the aisles, like jumping on the cart and like going wow. and uh, the kids are just standing there all miserable and it was like back to school. Oh, that's cool. It's the most <laughs> that always that cracked me up. So I forever that kind of turned that song around for me. Uh, there's some awful songs. There's some oh, awful Christmas songs. There's some songs. great ones, though. Yeah. Too. But then you have somebody like uh, Dean Martin elevate Marshmallow World is a terrible song. I love the year that we turned <laughs> Justine on to Dean Martin for Christmas stuff. <laughs> Remember that? It happened right before our eyes. She like, got it on her phone, and she's all, hey, this is pretty good. It is. It's a great album, and he's, he's somebody that can... Uh, 
that you know can why? turn that. <laughs> because he does the impossible. <laughs> he does the impossible. You know. Wow. <laughs> I will not be Pat- Patrick saw me do that. What happened? <laughs> I, I just there was a drone <laughs> in the background. There was droning going on in the background. Muted. So, Daddy's not playing today. I see. <laughs> It's the holiday season. So yeah, you're right, John. But he's the one guy who can take something like Marshmallow World and make it sound halfway hit. Exactly. And not with a halfway try. You know? Marshmallow World. <laughs> I think the drunker he gets, the better he gets. I, was that a put on though? It was a put on. Yeah. I think like like a lot of people, it, it began as a put on, and then I think he probably did become an, <laughs> turn into an alcoholic. But originally, it was sort of a put on. It yeah. was a kind kind of a thing. Come out with a tumbler. And it made it sound really relaxed. And the yeah. whole time, the whole time he's doing the TV show, he just he said, "I don't want this to take up my life. I, I, I'll do the day of the show. I'm not going to do rehearsals. I'm just going to come the day of the show, and we'll wing it." So it always looked like a party. It always looked like it was a lot of fun. It looked spontaneous and, and done on the wing because it was. Everyone knows their place. He's just looked at the script, probably like before he <laughs> hits the stage. Yeah, yeah. And he gets away with it because the thing runs like 10 years. So for him, it was probably the way to go. He said, I'm not pre- I'll am not. i do TV. I'm not prepared to be here every day of the week. I'll yeah. come the day we shoot it. And so it looks like he's having fun. But a lot of times he completely misses his cues. He fumbles <laughs> He fumbles the punchline. That's kind of the charm of it. Though. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because it's Steve Martin. But they, say, they used to say if he had a tumbler, they'd say, well, it's usually tea or apple juice. You know, it looks oh, like it's whiskey. looks like he's having some. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah does but- a, he does a lot of, uh, like, um, mess ups on the live album, the, yeah. the Rat Pack live album. That's right. That's right. He like messes up the lyrics a lot. He'll, but he just kind of he just rolls with it. What like it is, a is Lee a, Marvin kind of thing. It looks like they're having Don't fun. Mock yeah. Lee Marvin. Uh, it looks like they're having fun. That's the secret to the Rat Pack. <laughs> if people like him, it's because it looks like they're having a party and yeah. you want to be in on it. You know. So I forgot to ask you guys what what song was I listening to on the way to work. About, I will accept the artist and John How about a hint? John has John has insight into who I might be listening to right now. Mm, Paul McCartney. Beastie Boys. No. Lee Morgan. Oh, you're so close, John. Because <laughs> you sent me some Lee Morgan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Herbie Hancock. Ah. It's <laughs> funny seeing him turn up. You think he's like a new phenomenon. When he turns up on MTV, then you realize he's on all these other Oh, he, <laughs> he goes all the way. Headhunters, you know? man. Headhunters yeah, yeah. was. You know what I mean? There's a generation that yeah. just thinks of him in terms of. Uh, I don't know if you would like. Uh, head, I think you might like Headhunters, John. It's a little electronic, yeah. but it's like funk. Yeah. You've heard. You've heard Cannibal. I'm sure. Not that, Cannibal. Chameleon. Cannibal? Is that 70s? You've heard Chameleon. Come, before. The come, 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 come. Is that 70s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm 90 yeah. percent sure. Send me some. You here? Let's see. Send me some. All let's that see. Lee Morgan was great. Let's and see what's great it. is you send me this stuff, and then there's all this stuff queued up. This so, is a chameleon. Yes, I have heard. That yeah, yeah. Before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you've yeah. heard that before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Herbie Hancock. Well, he's around like in the 60s. You know, he debuts with um, Watermelon Man as his debut, and then he turns up. Like I have a recording of Benny Goodman playing at like the Rainbow Room. And, you know, it's New York, so Herbie Hancock's around. So he's playing with all these old swing guys, you know. Wow. So, he's yeah, he was around for a while. It's like Quincy Jones for people that think, oh, yeah, the guy that produced Michael Jackson. You're like, well. <laughs> hey, one of my, <laughs> Look a little further back. One yeah. of my favorite Gene Krupa albums is produced by Quincy Jones no back in the 50s. Yeah. Which album? It's called Drummer Man. It's when they got <clears throat> got together and re-recorded all of his stuff from like the '40s with Anita O'Day back, you know, in like nice. hi-fi. Yeah, it's good. Nice. That's one. That's an essential. You got to have that one. All right. Yeah. All right. So Patrick, I'm sorry, we're gonna we're really dragging this out, bouncing all over the place. But you went. You did a little experiment. Yes. You for science. Yes. 
you watched both versions of Dune. Yes. So we're going to talk about I want to get your rating on the, the new one. Okay. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But first of all, walk us through the comparison side by all side. All right. So I watched the new one first. I've seen the original several times, the David Lynch okay. version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the new one. I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they did a really good job uh, with the setting. The special effects I thought were fantastic. Uh, the cast was really, really strong. There was a really, really strong cast. Mm-hmm. The only person I have an issue is my Jason dude. Momoa. Nope. I I was even okay with him. Like Gurney dies. You Wait, know, Jason it's... Momoa? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was okay with him being Gurney because Gurney dies, and that's kind of no. He wasn't Gurney. Oh, no, he, he was, was uh, he was Duncan Idaho. Duncan. Sorry. Yeah, Duncan. Um, I was okay with it. It worked for me. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is very flat. You know, everybody. Here's the thing. I know nothing about Chalamet. And I don't all know these, either. All these kids that are go, like, I don't want to watch because Chalamet's, and they all call him Chalamet. By the way, they don't call him Timothy Chalamet. They're like, Oh, how is Chalamet? Where did he it? get his start? He was in. I know that he was in Little Women because I just saw that. Beautiful boy. He was just. He he reminded me of Kristen uh, Stewart from Twilight. Christina Stewart. Christina Stewart? No, sure it's Kristen it's Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Oh, I'm sorry, you said Christian. I'm sorry. Kristen Stewart, yeah. I'm thinking of Christina Stewart, who uh, I know in real life. He's very Shout flat. out to Christina like, Stewart. He, emotional and deadpan and uh, emotionless, excuse me. Um, he was just okay. That's probably mm. the only downfall to that movie, but I really like the setting. It makes you want to watch the second one. The special effects are done extremely well. Um, the worm is fucking impressive as shit. That's what she said. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good, though. I, I enjoyed the new one. He was in Interstellar, John. Yeah, as Tom. As what? As who? As Tom. I don't remember when he that. Was a, when he was a kid. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember him in that. Mm. Also in 1 and 2, Love the Coopers, Miss Stevens. Um, they do a good job handling the script because Dune itself, the book, can be very dry um, because there's a lot of uh, the political, made-up political nuances for that book can be difficult to portray on screen, uh, which is what David Lynch's version suffers mm. from. Um, it's in comparison. I, I really think for the time David Lynch's Dune was done extremely well. The problem with that film is the script. It is very script heavy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the background knowledge of the book, it can be kind of confusing. Um, but I I think at this point I like the new one better. Okay, which was a surprise because I really like the original. Hmm. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen in the second part. That I'm going to kind of hold my 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 final reviews for it till the part two comes out mm-hmm. because where they leave it is at a really key moment in the story, and it leaves you wanting more, which is great. That's what you want from a film. That is true. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to be curious to see what part two is. If part two can hold up to part one, I think it'll be a really solid series. Does yeah. it feel like it's all set up for the second one? Yes. Okay. Do you, are you going to be mad if they break it up into three? They won't do that. They won't do that. <laughs> They've already said they're only doing two. Okay, that's good. That's hilarious. Think about Dune sitting on your bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And think about The Hobbit yeah. sitting on your bookshelf. Hey, three movies to one movie. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a money grab. <laughs> you think so? I think it was a money grab. 100%. No matter what they say. A uh, million percent. I think people just wanted to spend more time in that lovely world of The Hobbit. No, I didn't. 
with, <laughs> and this is the guy that wants to spend time there. <laughs> with the original oh. Dune, I think that it's such a passion project for David Lynch. Like you can see how much fun he is having acting out that entire script and playing um, uh, Muabdib, uh, mm-hmm. Paul. That he just, I I get why people don't like it and they think it's really cheesy. But if you look at someone who's having that much fun and cares that much about what he's doing, you gotta, you kind of gotta give him the respect, and you gotta enjoy it, and you gotta love it. All right. So I, I, I enjoyed the new one. What I, did you give it? Uh, I'm actually gonna hold my final review till the second oh, one comes come out. On. Oh, wow. Come on. You can't do that, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> if you had to, if somebody put a gun to your head. Eight and a half. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's heavy. It's very well done. It's, it's very it's, well done. Visually, it's beautiful. Um, like I said, script-wise, they handle it very well. It is easy for a majority of people to follow. You don't have an overhead narrator the entire time ah. uh, telling you what's going because on. Because that was kind of the problem I had with the first one. A lot of exposition, a lot of narration. Yeah, but it, it needs... It needs something. Well, that, uh, The way they portray the first film, you need the exposition. Because yeah. if you don't have that, you don't know what's going on. So the new one, they've worked it into the action a little it's better. It's a little better explained. Um, in the new one in a way that it makes it a little bit more palatable to the rest of the audience. I'm going to go because I love that director. So it's, it's Visually, it. it's amazing. It's worth it. I've yeah. never read the book and I don't... I God, it's been so long since I saw the uh, David Lynch. Do you want to watch it? I have it on my phone. No, I'm going to go down to the... Uh, <laughs> go down to the Wardman? Um, well, I'm going to go to the I Regal. would tell you, like, I, I would be curious to see, watch the new one and then watch the old one. I want to see if, you know, how you feel about it. I haven't uh, seen the old one since the 80s, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christ, that's 40 years ago. And you loved it, right? I didn't, because I hadn't read the book. I, I chalked it up to, I didn't read the book, this is why I'm not getting this. I just thought it was my fault. But then everyone was like slamming it, and I thought, well, you know. It's just, it's... No way to that, win, probably. That movie, like, you look at the dialogue in that movie, it's 99% dialogue. Mm. And it's it's tough. There's a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot going on. and uh, You have to invest yourself. In I will it. tell you what, having read the book helps. Oh, yeah, so I'm very curious to see people who didn't. Um, yeah, I'm not going to commit to that. That's just too big a book. Yeah, just, it's you, not that big, is it? What did you think of the it's new Dune monstrous. movie? Monstrous. Justine, what did you think of the new Dune movie? Um, that's a face of someone who's going to disappoint. Also, Oscar someone. Isaac was great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, we got to see your man. My man. He's not my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> we got to see anything, Momoa. Anything he's your man. Mm-hmm. I'm but, not climbing up that tree. Ooh. That's my wife. That's my wife's man. Yeah. I um, and it was shiny and new. Mm-hmm. Like the love boat? It was kind of confusing, though, but it's fine. Do you see where Star Wars got a bunch of its... Inspiration from? Thank you. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the second one. Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes Star- Back is the one that the, had the, the book. Giant the, Star Wars? the book was written before Star Wars, that. right? The movie was made later. What? Empire Strikes Back is the one that has the giant worm in the asteroid. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's not what that's from, though. Yeah, it is. No, no it's not. Hundred percent. No. no. I had never heard that. I've always heard that he he uh, took stuff from John Carter, Warlord this, of Mars, but I never this, heard that he took stuff from Doom. Well, the fact that it's on a desert planet, like tattooing. Uh, the uh, the folding the, light travel. I mean, it's the, and then the um, what you what you call it the 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 Bene the Bene Gesserit the Bene Gesserit yeah the uh, they, they're the witches who can read minds and so manipulate like people yeah yeah. Okay. yeah all right yeah it's funny because I never heard that before that that sounds like I uh, didn't like the blue and red light stuff I thought that looked kind of cheesy kind of like Tron I was okay with that like I mean the it, what the shields 
Oh yeah, I, I thought that, that was like a, Tron to me. If you see the first one, that is a really good attempt at giving the representation of shields versus what they did in the first one. Yeah, because the first one you're just like, well, I like Damn. the I like the idea that the shields aren't you're not they're not impregnable. Yeah, like yeah, you, it's slow, it'll slow something the down. Slow but it blade will, penetrates yeah, the shield. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and then of okay. course from the original, you always get father. The sleeper has awoken. <laughs> Uh, you don't get any sting in a cod piece. Oh, so who's I, playing the sting part? Oh, now, uh, I Dave have to watch. now I have to watch. What? Dave, no, Dave Bautista plays Radon. There's oh. Sting's not in, like his part is not in this from what I've seen so far. I thought I heard him call uh, him uncle. Yeah, they were they're two two nephews. Oh, okay. both of them were nephews. Oh, okay. Um, so was that part created for the movie or was it? I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. I don't know enough behind. No, the he has a nephew. One. Well, one of in the book, there's one nephew. So I think maybe they just added Sting as a name, but uh, oh, or combined uh, characters. Um, the Baron in the new one is fantastic. Yes, very, Talk about terrifying. Very very good. Very Who's good. playing him? Uh, Skarsgård. Stellan yeah. Skarsgård. Uh, He's good. What a great name. Yeah. Well, be Swedish. Hmm. Skarsgård. It's got last name. That's a How great many umlauts has it got? It's got like six umlauts. One. <laughs> he has two good-looking sons. Mm-hmm. Not the other one. <laughs> And he's all doughy. Doughy. Oh, he's the like oil his other, scene. His you arrogant ass. You've killed ass. What's that from? Hunford October. Remember, Stellan Skarsgård was the captain of one of the other seven. Uh, yeah, the one that blows up. You arrogant ass. You've killed ass. And then it blows up. You blow. You eat ass. Yeah, yeah. You, you eat s- ass, bro. You smell like ass. Uh, Justine, what are you watching lately? Uh, love life. Modern love. Anything yeah. good? Um, <laughs> love life first season was not good, and it all followed Anna Kendrick. Oh. And then the second season follows. I was telling you the guy from um, Chidi, Chiri, from Chidi good place. from Good Place. Chidi. Mm-hmm. I love Chidi. It follows him now. It's all right. It's kind of. I Cute, feel like Jake, it's, this is where you cue the snore noise. Right now, I need you. <laughs> I feel like this second season is trying to copy Insecure because they both kind of have the same storyline right now, and Insecure is doing it better because Issa Rae is amazing. So that's my input on that. Oh, and I watched that electrical movie. The Electric Life of James Wayne. Like electrical Life of, yeah. yeah. With Benedict Cumberbatch. If you're a cat lover, you would love it, but um, huh. I'm not a cat lover, so oh. it was kind of like. Uh. <laughs> She's a cat They lover. kept talking about how great cats were, and I was like, eh, okay. Hey, wow. okay, whoa, whoa, now, hold on now. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a cat Basically, hater. Basically, he's the one that, he's the I'm one I'm somewhere that in between, depending on how my cat he is. He got people to make cats a pet. And, and that's not a, a true cat parent. Not a mouse. Um, yeah, you're never like. Cat. So this, oh, so this is further back. Yeah, this guy, he this was is 1800s? like. 1800s? They're like, wait, you have a cat as a pet? And then he gets it popular by painting the pets, like painting the cats. And then so people the fell in love with making cats a pet instead of a, just yeah. a mouse catcher. That's, that's a, the that's, only reason they would have a see, cat. See, that's a misconception. Cats are not pets. Cats are roommates. I hate a dog's roommate. a pet. I hate cats are roommates. <laughs> well, no, first, a dog's a guard. So that, that's got to be like 1800s then, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like 18... Uh, I don't know. He lost his wife at 1844, I believe. Because that's the interesting thing about what they've recently found out 
researching cats, just recently they said, between cats and dogs, they say uh, dogs are very domesticated. Cats are barely domesticated. Mm -hmm. They said they're almost exactly like they were like thousands of years ago. They really haven't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so in the movie, the dogs are pets still, and he's painting dogs. But then his wife that passes away from breast cancer, she has a cat that she takes in, and then she's like, I'm going to keep it as a pet. He's like, what? And then everyone... Like, yeah. It's like a whole thing. Instead of putting it out on the barn to catch the mice. Yeah. yeah. She's an outcast well, cats, wanting it. Cats, uh, from an evolutionary standpoint, have kind of weaseled their way into human lives. Right. They don't communicate with one another. They don't meow at each other. They learn to do that because they know that it gets a response out of people. Interesting. I never heard that. Yeah. They, they don't They don't meow amongst themselves. Uh, past... Like the kitten stage. How about mm-hmm. that? I didn't. But know they that. will meow at like you, you never like if your cats are playing together, right? You'll never they'll never meow at they'll each other. Kiss at each other. They'll, they'll yeah, but they'll meow at you because you're the source of food. It's and, like, hey, that guy will. And give they me know food. that they'll get a response. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. But I just love that that they say, you know, something. They're barely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still pretty much behave like they did like thousands of years ago. They're barely domesticated. Yeah. You'll Dogs see. Are, you'll see like tigers act. That uh, don't act too dissimilar from yeah, a yeah. common house cat. They're right. basically whereas dogs, uh, a house dog, like a domesticated dog, acts very different than a wolf. Right, yeah. right. Which is what wolves, you know, that's where they came from. But so <clears> when <throat> cats act, act like batshit crazy and people go, "God, what's with them?" I, I just go because they barely tolerate the idea that they're going to be. You know, they exactly they rely on you on food and they just do not tolerate the idea that you're going to tell them how to do anything. You mm-hmm. know. I guess we're on the same page. Yeah, I love I love cats. I've always had one. Yeah, never. Ha- I have the Mila is my first cat. I love them until right before or until I need to sleep, and then they don't let me. Then. And the thing is, God, that last one I had like you know, like twenty one years. You know, mm. so you know, when you've had them a while, they really become part of the family. Of know? course, yeah, yeah. That's any pet. Yeah, except for lizards and reptiles. <laughs> except for an iguana. Yeah, maybe a, a parrot or a Gila monster. Parrot. I mean. No, parrots, the parrots are very, on your shoulder, so they're the, very energetic. The crazy per- thing about parrots, my mom had a friend. That parrot lived to be like sixty something. Yeah, they, live, they are like oh, they, they get really, really old. yeah. That's like you've lost, <laughs> you know, like a family. That's like a that's like a handed down heirloom. Mm-hmm. Is a fucking parrot. It's like a lighter shoulder afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Why don't you on the shoulder? Whenever we have like a parrot guy go to our work, it's always on a shoulder. Does he say? Oh, you have people walk in with pet with parrots. Parrots, yes. I saw one with like a what is it? The blue, and then I saw one with the oh, red blue one. macaw. Those yeah. are fucking expensive. But they just walk in with the parrots. I'm like, great. <laughs> Do you ever say, unless that's a comfort animal, you can't come in here? No. <laughs> I would say, R-M-A-T-S says I. You'd be looking for some yeah. googly eyes. Every time I, so anytime I like see that? a parrot, I just imagine they're always on a shoulder. Like that that's one? That's how I always see it. Big, You're a, big old blue macaw? That's a More Norwegian yellow. blue. More yellow. <laughs> beautiful plumage. <laughs> a beautiful plumage, yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you ever ask a person, oh, what's it like having a bird as your personality? Because mm. that's why people do that. And then he just repeats it back to me? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, no. People who have like the lizard on their shoulder, they walk around. It's like, hey, it's my personality. What, John, why are you mad at that? No, no, no. I'm agreeing. I'm going, anybody who does that, there's something going on there personality-wise. They've got to like, get attention yeah. or something. That's not a normal thing. Hey, come talk to me. Ooh. Yeah. It's a, yeah, that's what it I is. I get mad. I'm, I Listen, I'm a dog guy, and I'm mad that people are taking their dogs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Leave the dogs at home. The dog is fine. 
You do not need to take the dog shopping with you. I, you the, the dog doesn't need to go to the store. Couldn't agree. The dog doesn't need to go run errands. It doesn't need to do laundry. Take the leave the dog at home. The dog will be fine. You know what you do? If you take him out for a walk, you put him. You put him in the backyard. You leave and do your business. Yeah, let him leave him. Oh. I, you know, buy a doggy door. He'll go outside by himself. He's fine. You don't, the dog no. does not need to go with you everywhere you go. God bless it. What's wrong with this country? Thank you. But That's my. <laughs> I thank you. But this Pookie has been gets my lonely talk. when I leave him alone all by himself. Mm. You know what? And this is the thing: there's people who are allergic to those to dogs, and you go to the store, and it's like, well, I got to have my dog with me. Well, what about the person that's allergic to dogs? And now you're behind him in line, and they get pet dander, and then they're yeah. coughing. It. It's the like, idea is, unless you've Unless you have like a comfort animal, you're not supposed to bring them. By the way, that chalk went up for cats because you don't see people carrying yeah. their cats everywhere because cats won't put up with that. Cats yeah, are like, seen, I, I will claw your somebody. face off. Put you me put back. A, you know, or, they'll, or they'll run off and that's the end of them. You know? yeah. You're not going to put one on a, you know, oh, put a leash on them. A leash on a cat? Are you kidding me? I've seen me? people do it. I've done I it know. a couple times. Oof. Like John hates you now. You're no, best. no, no. It's just John's could, off. We no, no. drove the wedge. I could never. Five. I could never pull that off. It would be like you know. No, my cat would never. Be go like, on a the leash. cat would be up a tree and I'd be hanging from the leash. You know, it's like it'd What's, be like something out of Charlie Brown. You know, it's like great. Like my mother-in-law That's when you has called a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> when you always wanted to see. When that. you try to walk a cat, you learn very quickly that uh, you are not walking the cat. The cat's walking you. Yeah, but that's the same thing with dogs. I mean, dogs yeah. also walk their own. I would love to hear what a firefighter would say. Well, I was my just, cat's up the tree. I was going to say, my so. mother-in-law has a little dog, a little cute, <laughs> so. a little mini pincher. She just put like sweaters on her because it gets cold and it's like the dog's always shivering. But then, and the dog will like be mad at it for a minute and then just kind of go with it. We put a shirt on the cat one time, a Halloween costume. She was not happy. And then I, she, yeah, I don't she, like people that dress up their animals. She did this weird thing where she couldn't walk because she felt like something was on her back. Oh, so. it's like when dogs wear shoes yeah. and like, they walk to the side all you know, of a sudden. That's insane. When you see girls that like put clothes and hats on their dogs and you just go, come on. Give the animal some dignity. Yes. It's, it's, it's a My dog, dog loves it. <laughs> what? He loves it because then he gets a treat. Well, like his tail's like wagging and everything. Pipples, pipples love clothes. Yeah. They, they love wearing clothes. It seems it's like it's more for the... true? Yeah. It seems like it's more for the person than for the animal. You I don't know? know. You should probably look that up. And then uh, Pip- Patrick always talks with like... It's for sure. Well, he's got that. He's got the. What I'd like to know is, I'd like to see somebody try to put a jacket on a pit bull. <laughs> you know, what do you think's going to happen? What's that? It's he's a good, pit bull. He always talks with the assurance of a white guy. Always. Hmm. John. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if you're referring to me or Patrick. No, no. I'm talking to Pat, about Patrick. I'm talking about. Patrick. I mean, I would also believe you if you said something. <laughs> uh, you know, the authority. Yeah, the, the authority. The, mm. the, the authority is somebody who's completely uh, convinced themselves that they know something Do about something. Do pit bulls something. like to wear clothes? Absolutely. And now Siri's going to go, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Never. It's, uh, uh, Siri. It, it, it depends on the dog. It depends on the animal. It'd be great if Siri went, that'll be the day. The truth of, about dogs wearing clothes. God. It's got to be per animal basis. I mean, like, if you if you train the dog, if you train the dog, well, that's to what wear my dog clothes, knows. My can. dog knows if he wears that outfit, he gets a treat. So yeah. he likes the treat. He doesn't like the clothes. He's he likes- very excited for it. It's yeah, it's the treat. It's you know, but, even, but afterwards, it's just what he has to go through. Like, they learn he'll to associate it for a few it. hours, and he's still like, "What ups?" They learn to associate it with something good. So they, oh, if I wear this, I'll get a treat. Or oh, if I wear this, I get and lots of love and affection. <laughs> He's still fine. He's still fine. But if he could no talk, issues. he'd say, uh, what can I tell you? If this is what it takes to get a biscuit, I'll do it, you know. <laughs> I mean, he can dress me up if you wanted to. Wow. Do anything for a biscuit. I do have a question. I have a pop culture question, and this is for 
I put this on my Facebook page, but I'm seriously curious. Hmm. Uh, Justine would know this. Justine, did we ever figure out what the punishment is for dropping that dun dun dun? What? <laughs> Stupid. Was there any punishment ever levied for? Is there? What is it? <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> what? No. No, you no don't drop that dun dun dun. Who's listening to dun dun dun? Sounds like oh, was Dolly Parton. Yeah. Sounds like Dolly Parton. Hey, let's talk about Animal Crossing real quick, and then we're going to take a break. Hello. Who, who downloaded the new Animal Crossing? Who didn't? I think all of us did, except did you. Does anybody have wheat? Yes. Do I, need, I do? I need to go to your island. No, you don't. I'm going to go to your island today. No, but when you get leaf, the thing changes every week. <laughs> when you get leaf at Harv's Island, you can... Yeah, we got potatoes this week. I don't want to wait a week. Uh, I, I have, have tomato. I have or potatoes, keep going to tomatoes, the mis- carrots, and wheat, and I have sugar cane now. Oh, I have sugar cane. Tomatoes. I just need Greens, wheat. Beans, Wheat's beans, the only thing beans. I need. Yeah, left. I can mail it to you next time I get it. Why don't I just go to your island and pick it? How about you just keep going to Captain's Island every I day, and you'll you eventually. Just I get found, it. dude. My I got one good island. The rest is crap. It's Why all don't been, you time jump like the rest of the world? Yeah, I'm, nope. I'm in August right now, so I don't time jump. Man. But I, I mean, I have wheat. <laughs> you guys, there's rules, and if you guys keep messing around with time jumps. You're gonna. Don't you know that reality will fold in on itself? Yep. Look what you've gone to done to John. He's doing what? a Patrick. He's, on, he's doing a Patrick now. <laughs> he's looking up all these people's psy guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at something else. I I don't get the end result of this. You just keep on going. This is all about. It seems pretty domestic. Yeah. There's no. It's killing, very domestic. There's no killing monsters no, or no. Nazis. No. So you just keep. You're just living. You're, li- you're living on an island. So living the, on an island. So what's inviting. the appeal? I don't get the appeal of the. Game. It's relaxing. <laughs> it's relaxing. Is that right? Yeah. It sounds like that Farmville. Wasn't there one called like Farmville? John, let me tell you something. There is nothing more relaxing. Yes. Than drifting off it, when you're on the beach at the sound of the waves. Yes. And hearing, and you just hear the waves, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I've been asleep. And you walk over to one of your villagers. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Yeah. That is fantastic. Have you heard the little mouse with the deep one? <laughs> it's like a really <laughs> deep. That's enough Animal Crossing talk. Buy it. <laughs> buy it. If you've been waiting to buy it, buy it now because the the final update is here. It you really got, expands the game. Or just have, wait till they do a new one. You haven't. A, no, they're not going to do anymore. They have an absurd amount of content now. It's like it's almost overwhelming. Is it popular? Very. Oh, it's yeah. very popular. Extremely. Even it was huge who don't during the games. pandemic because people had time to like. Uh, you do... couldn't go out, so this got you out. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It's, it is very relaxing, though, John. Yeah. I promise. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't lie to you. That sounds like Chuck Mangione, <laughs> and that would put me to sleep. Yeah. And then every if you come out at different times of the day, the music. Is so like, let's say, John, a, John what have... time did you get up today? Uh, like eleven o'clock. So this is what the music <laughs> would sound like. This is, what, this is what the music would sound They have a looping soundtrack for every hour of the day. Renee, do you play Animal Crossing? No. Okay. I wouldn't even know that because I don't listen <laughs> no. to the sound. You didn't change the music, though? Okay. This sounds like music for people that have just had a nervous breakdown. It's like, okay, everything's going to be all... You know what? Right. You know what? Not, you're not wrong. I don't play with the music. You're not everything's going to be okay. Okay. Really, this for people that are like shell shocked. Here's my here's here's the store. That's the mu- actually pretty good. Here's the music when you go to the little store. Oh no! Yeah, said it. Yeah, it's like this game was designed by Bobby McFerrin or something. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get all the cars? I just started buying all the cars now. All the cars? Yeah. I, I have luxury car. I have this pink one, and I have a scooter. A scooter? Where'd you get a car? You have a scooter? They have cars at the store. That's there's like. 
Would they say 9,000? It's like over 9,000 new items. It's like when I go I to the dentist, that's what you put all the colors. I also got a monitor from the ceiling. Oh, yeah? But it Ooh. only projects a um, like a menu and a food thing. So oh. now I'm like, do I need a food place? I kind of do. I know, right? You kind of do. I'm kind of like. That's when you put. That's when you get another villager on your island, and then you use them. Well, my just main to have room a, right now is a pirate ship, oh so I might have to change it to yeah. a restaurant, I guess. I need to. I need to decorate but I have my a, island. I have a dungeon. Oh, and don't forget, John. Every week, KK Slider, the dog. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, I don't get how, how do you participate? What do you mean? I don't after know how to participate. I think after five or six o'clock, after you can six. go up to him and he'll either play a random song for you or you can request a song. I well, you know I've done that. And after that. he plays it, he gives you. But one of my things to to um, finish partic- off like what I have to achieve. Yeah, that's I part- have to sit through his concerts. Yeah. but I don't. That's participating. But I go all the way to the credits, and that's boring. Yeah, so that's what I do. Oh. Did you say you had a pirate ship in a dungeon? Yeah. yeah. Dungeon, That's part of though, this game? My yeah. dungeon, though, is it's, all hearts and... They give you... There's some like, weird kinks. There's John. thousands and thousands of different furniture items that vary everything from like a cutesy little chair that looks like a frog all the way to like yeah, iron, so my ba- iron bars like and castle walls and... everything and then egg Everything stuff. in between. It looks like a little girl's room, but I yeah. put up jail bars so it looks like a dungeon. I'm like, Renee, do you play Animal Crossing? He's all, no, because I'm an adult. <laughs> World building, you have to make your ah, own thing. Like that Forge yeah. of I swear to god, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that Forge of Nations. You should play Minecraft. Whatever though. That's what you need to play. I don't like Isn't that the one where everything looks like it's blocks? Yes. Yeah. I it hurts my eyeballs. Everything's like square. Say, like, but what do you what do? That? John, you here's mean. your here's your jam right Whatever here. Whatever you want. John, here's your jam right here. <laughs> This is the the You're gonna one. You're love this. You know what this is? This is the one and only the, musical artist of like Animal Crossing. Baxter this is your John, right? This is your song right here. Is that part of the the game? Yeah. Really? It is a dog. It is a dog named KK Slider that makes all the music in the entire game. It sounds like the chipmunks. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like that when you listen to it normally. It's okay. only when he plays it. Right. What does it usually sound like? Uh, the same really thing. Awesome. The same thing minus the out the the out out me oh oh us. It's not sped up. No. Okay. John, are you mad at that? I'm not mad at anything. It's just not for me. This is just not for me. I got plenty of things I can fill my head. Let me tell you why this is for you, John. Yes. (laughs) That's not to say I'm not into some pretty silly ass stuff, but I just couldn't spend any time on this. That sounds like James Bond. There it is. That's that's what he was singing. KK's surfing. Surfing KK? What about do you want to hear, do you want to hear some rockabilly? <laughs> I bet that doesn't exist. In no. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Yes, it does. Rockabilly. A hundred percent. Yeah. KK Rockabilly. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he's a character. He's a. Yeah. He comes to your island once a week and he sings songs. He's a singer of songs. He's a. <laughs> sing- he's, so he's, he's Tony Curtis. I'm a singer of songs. How about that? Hey, like that. Uh, where's your Moses now? I don't know. So far, this is not. <laughs> this is not hooking me. 
Yeah, it's we you, know we you know. Sure, it won't. Are you sure about that? We know it won't. That's why it's fun to keep going. What about this? Well, that's like what I do. It's like how about the how about the White Album? How about how about Abbey Road? How about the Let It Be? I haven't uh, even heard Captain's song because I don't put the volume up. Good for you. I'm always on silent. You should be. That's interesting. So you don't need the music. Just like when you're here. I'm usually uh, watching oh, a movie. Always on silent. Uh, all right, wow. guys. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back. We're going to come and talk about um, my boy. Uh, what do we watch this week? <laughs> We're talking about my boy Tom Hanks when we come back. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. What a lovely break. Everybody okay? Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to jump right into it with our Digital Movie Club. Did we have any pop culture questions of the week? We did. Oh, and we have to yeah. do trivia. Jake thinks he's leaving 30 I'm minutes. Never leaving. <laughs> I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it class? Bitch. Yeah, it's fine. It's wow. fine. Do they know if you're not there on time? That was aggressive. It's fine. Fuck your education. Uh, yeah. So this is this question comes from... Uh, My future's not important. It's I fine. see. This question comes from Hey Internet uh, Eric here, uh, who is a, a post of a great podcast. Uh, check him out. Hey Internet Eric here. All right. Um, he is a co-host of Two Bearded Losers podcast. The Two Bearded Losers podcast. He has a question. It involves Brent. So it's a two-layered question. It's oh. two -layered. It involves Brent from uh, from the Home Video Hustle. Mm -hmm. It says, we know Brent loves Disney movies. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Which Disney movie would you make him watch just for the hell of it? Not for him to review on Home Video Hustle and why. Uh, and then discuss who had the most torturous choice. So Brent hates animation, animated movies. He hates all Disney movies. So what if you could make him watch one Disney movie? What would you make him watch? Peter Pan. He hates uh, all the all Disney all, all the Disney. animated Disney movies. Yes. Okay. Don't steal my answer. And it, so there's not there's not even, it there's no era that he he no. gives a sign off on. No. And there's, or, not, there's not a movie that he, no. Okay. Like Bambi. His, his basic mantra is f Disney movies. But he does like animation. It's not he just doesn't like. I don't Disney know if he animation. likes. I don't know if that if that's. Does he like animation? Yeah. So we're, I'm sure Pixar is included in that. Uh, they said Disney movies, so not Pixar. Mm -hmm. Pixar is a subset. <laughs> no, Stick to the fucking qualifications. It's, it's not questions. It's not God damn it, Disney. It's Justine, Disney. you're just gonna say Little Mermaid because you're just making. You're, you're... I missed the question because at least one of them is gonna have a good time watching she's it. Not listening to you. Okay, so Justine's out. <laughs> uh, maybe you can piece it together. I it's already like... have my movie choice. I mean, there's the easy one, but I wouldn't want to put that through anybody. So this is to oh. torture him, not. Yeah, just it. like what would what would you throw at him? Mm. Hmm. I got mine. Go ahead, Patrick. Bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> Yo. Wow. Like, wow, it's fantastic. You're like, what a dick! And it's horrible. You're all going at the same right time. for it, dude. What a, <laughs> what a dick! Well, no animation. <laughs> Jake? That's like that's like um, Mary Poppins. There's some animation and there's some a little bit live yeah. action. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good choice, Mary Poppins, right there. Oh God. <laughs> That is torturous. <laughs> torturous. I mean, that's torturous. I mean, if I wanted him to watch something that was good. The best British accent I've ever heard. It would probably Ted be Lasso said that. Sword in the Stone. <laughs> Sword in the Stone, huh? That's a good one. John, what would you give him? 
don't know because they're all pretty much the same. If you, if you, if one's going to torture him, then they all torture him. I can't think of one that would be worse than the uh, unless you're going for one that's just crappy. You know, I would really try to to go easy on him. I would give him twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Oh, so it doesn't have to be animated. No, well, he, he, he did Bres- no, no, any Disney movie. It's, it's a Disney, Disney movie. Yeah, but this is this is. Uh, this is the, not to give it a chance, but to really fuck with him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would still go easy on him, give him 20,000 likes. too fucking nice. Because I feel like nice. there's a chance that he would like it. Because that doesn't feel like a Disney movie. No. no. That feels like a real movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> he likes, you know, like the old monster movies, like Godzilla. I think and stuff he would like that. Well, he that. might enjoy yeah. that. He though. might enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. He yeah. might enjoy the performances. I think that's yeah. a good choice. So I would yeah. throw that at him yeah. just to be like, here. Absolutely. <clears throat> So that when I went on his show, he wouldn't give me, you know, yeah, hook. Right, right. He wouldn't give me the hook, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird premise for the question. Uh, I guess I'd give him like. Um, I love it. John, I love it because Patrick or Jake is sitting next to you, just dying, and I want you to just take your time. Oh, well, let, him, to really... let him do it first. He already went. No, no, no. And why is he dying? Because he wants to go. Oh, that's right. He's got a class. There's no want. He's I'll... got a class in about a half want, hour. I don't yeah. want to sit in class for three hours. <laughs> so I, okay, I. I want you to really take kidding. John. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's make sure that you. Is this the answer you want to give? I really want you to think about. It. Is that your final? Yeah, answer? you know, I'll tell you. I'll take a similar tack that Would this like... might be interesting. You might not just hate it outright. I'll give him uh, the computer wear tennis shoes. With oh, a, there you go. With a young Kurt Russell. There you go. Because oh, it hey. wouldn't just be the worst day of his life, and it's weird to see Kurt Russell that young before no. John Carpenter and, got to him. And also, you got uh, Cesar Romero, so y'all there's a Joker tie. Y'all in. didn't stand the prompt. It said to fuck with. I him. know to fuck yeah. with. That's why you win because Bedknobs and Brusick is terrible. It's terrible that in is a great way. Terrible what about movie. Flubber. Oh, there you go. Okay. You give him Flubber. I don't really know what the question was, but based on what you guys are saying, <laughs> flubber. What's the What's the uh, board game we play where one person doesn't know what the word is and everybody they have to try to uh, pretend like they know? Fake artist. Fake artist. Fake artist by Oink Games. That's basically what just happened. That's right what you now. just I was, like piecing things together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if yeah, if you want to torture the guy, you know, give him something like Winnie the Pooh or something. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh yeah, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Isn't it like little cuddly and something? I know, I know the other song. Little bastard who likes his honey, Winnie the Pooh, and Piglet too. Here we go. Trivia time. Yeah, we're back to our our cards here. Thank God. Justine, what is the name of the Olympic Games in which? People with physical disabilities compete. Special Olympics. Ooh. Paralympics. Ooh, it's Paralympics. Wow. Didn't it used to be called Special Olympics? I think it's... No, it's physical disabilities. Special Olympics is for... Uh, Developmentally mentally, disabled. Thank you was the word I was... Right. Thank you. Thank Damn you very much. Sometimes you millennials in your... No, fuck you. And- <laughs> you guys come in. I have worked with people with developmental disabilities all my life. I know. Why do you always throw this in our face when... So don't, be, so don't be insensitive. When Jake exactly. says the bad word. All right, here we go. Oh, God, that just breaks my heart when that people say that. Uh, if you, we've never, by no, the way, no, never said it. By the way, we do not, that has not ever happened on this show, no, ever. I'm, I, I, uh, that is not proud. something you have to worry about. Yeah. No. That 
uh, we don't, we're not racist here, and, but we are sexist as hell. So <laughs> wow. it's, you take the good, you take the bad. Two words, you have, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah two yeah. words. Um, <clears throat> let me answer your question, Jake. I'm skipping. I'm going diagonal. All right, cool. We're going this way, like a cat's cradle. Uh-huh. Uh, what colors cat's do wrestlers wear when competing? What colors do wrestlers wear when competing? Red. Mm-hmm. And? Mm-hmm. Blue. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. That was Red impressive. or blue. That is very impressive. <laughs> Patrick, yes. what do you call the particles that orbit the nucleus of an atom? Uh, protons and uh, neutrons. No. Electrons, sorry. No, he said protons and neutrons. It's protons and electrons. I apologize. It's electrons. Not just electrons. It's just electrons? Mm-hmm. Because orbit. the protons orbit. are in the nucleus. Orbit. I apologize. What? Orbit. Orbit. John, what's the... What's the opposite of analog? Digital. Justine? Yes. What does the abbreviation R and B stand for in music? Uh, Really? Look at John. John's like, I will reach across the table. (laughs) I want to do this. I was going to go. What is it? What is it, Justine? R and B. I mean, it's not supposed to be my question, but I'll take it. Because <laughs> I already got kicked out. What's the answer? But it's the one thing I don't have. There's a lot Rhythm of and blues. Yes. Hey! <laughs> right on, Justine. Uh, no, he's full of blues. Well, since we're like... letting people cheat, <laughs> I guess Patrick's answer counts. Uh, w- Am I back in though? Jake, what is the name <laughs> of the miniature trees grown in pots that are popular in Japan? Bonsai trees. Nope. Bonsai. Bonsai means divine wind. No, that's kamikaze. Bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a drink. No, no, no. Uh, that's, uh... <laughs> John, what country is famous for Heineken beer? I think I'm getting this wrong. I'll say Germany. The Netherlands. Yeah, there you the go. Netherlands. I would have guessed right? Germany. Yeah. I would have too. It's, Patrick? Yes. What country was Christopher Columbus born? Uh, España? Italy. Really? Italy. Yeah. He's Italian? Italian. He's Italian. That's oh. why we do Columbus Day for the Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're now Indigenous Day. Indigenous Person Day. Hey. Jake, what street what are the streets that run north south in Manhattan called? North what? What are the streets that run north south in Manhattan called? I don't even know what I don't what? No. What are they called? What do you mean what are they called? Yeah, they're called a, what designation are they given? What designate I don't know. No idea. Can I guess? Yes. Uptown, downtown? No, avenues. Avenues, oh. the streets. Oh. Avenues. Oh, you win, Justine? No idea. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> I've already forgot what my first question was that I... The Paralympics. Yeah. You're in the club. <laughs> Is your hand like on the volume or no? You just let it. I just let it go. Just let it. Just let it. I let it, it rip. I love it. Is your hand on the volume or off? You the let volume? other people hold on to the volume. And well, that one killed. Down. That one almost killed Patrick. This week we're going to talk about uh, the great <laughs> league of their own. Right. by one Penny Marshall. Let's talk about it. Give it to me straight. Patrick. <laughs> League of Their Own uh, released in 1992 uh, on July 1st. 
Uh, directed by Penny Marshall, got a 7.3 on IMDb, a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, music by Hans Zimmer, with a budget of $40 million gross worldwide. Anybody want to guess? Mm, $100 million? $120. Mm, I'm going to guess $90 million. 91. Closest was 120. It was 132.5 million dollars. A hit. A hit. Yeah, yeah. Made his money back and everything. Oh yeah. And as we've mentioned many times before, this is really the movie that launched Tom Hanks into the second phase of his career because he had done movies like we've seen, did movies like Splash, Volunteers, Bachelor Party. Basically known as kind of as a comedic actor. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. (laughs) But hadn't really. wasn't really the dramatic actor that he would become that we know him as now, where he was kind of like the modern day Jimmy Stewart, where he's doing you know more dramatic roles and kind of you know he had to go- show that he could go to a darker place. Yeah, the yeah. go-to guy. So you know his character here obviously uh, played for laughs, but uh, Tom Hanks uh, gives him uh, a gravitas, certain, certain amount of depth and uh, gravitas. Yeah, so it wasn't a typical role for him. Uh, and this really did. After this, it's Philadelphia, yeah. and then he doesn't look back. I think it showed what he could do. I think some people just didn't know what he could do, you know? <clears throat> or they'd forgotten, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, Justine, you're obviously very familiar with this movie. Yeah. You watch it over and over. What? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know he hasn't seen it, and I kept saying it before it happened. He and I was like, I like as soon as it played, I was like, it's got to be you. And I kept singing it to him, and I'm like, oh, you don't even... Because he told me later on after I was already saying the lines before it happened. Ugh. And then he said, I haven't seen this movie, you know. I've never seen it, but I do know like all the major... Bullets. I mean, everybody knows there's no crying in baseball. That has... That has transcended the movie. That has permeated people. Pop people in sports use that now, but baseball fans use that for real. It's like you're killing me, small. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing. Uh, Jake, had you seen this? No. Jake, what? okay. So Patrick That's... and Jake were virgins. All right. Ugh. And this is directed <laughs> by by comedy veteran. Uh, Patrick shut me up in the middle of the movie, though. Like I was already still going. He didn't say anything. And he's like, "Yeah, I've never seen this." What? I had to just shut my mouth right after. You, right when Tom, Tom Hanks come in, comes in to pee, you're like, "I'm." I'm done. I'm going to stop. This is written by the great Lowell Gans and Babalu Mandel, uh, who wrote a lot of stuff, uh, worked with Penny Marshall a lot. um, And Ron Howard. And Ron Howard. I think they st- one or both of them started with Happy Days, right? I, I, Mork and Minions. Yeah, but they, they, these are the guys that wrote uh, Splash. They wrote Splashes also. They Night wrote, Shift? Uh, yeah, Night Shift, City Slickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get a lot of that same humor. They're great at the uh, great at the one-liners. It kind of like a Neil Simon one-liners, but there's always a little something behind it. Yeah, they know? wrote on Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley. There you go. Yeah, so they knew they knew Penny, and you get Gary Marshall, Penny's brother. Yeah, and you get David L. Lander. I love him as the uh, sports guy. Yeah, and you get uh, yeah. little John Lovitz there. Oh, little John Lovitz. Oh, little, so good. Little Johnny Lovitz. So good. Uh, so Justine, why don't you walk us through this and tell us where you first encounter this movie and the effect it's had on you all these years I was telling Patrick because I asked him what the year was I was already playing softball at that point softball oh. and soccer so mm-hmm. wow. I don't know I just loved it yeah loved it was your favorite part that every time Gina Davis hits a ball it looks like a pop up <laughs> but I love when she does because I called it before it happened I'm like oh so she does the splits and I was like oh and then she does and then he shut me up 
Patrick, why didn't you stop her? I was probably the most annoying person to watch this with because I thought he's already seen it. So. You know, like when you drive past a car crash and you can't look away? Yeah. That's what it was like. Wow, poor Justine. You just kind of want to watch people, you she know. Was just I, was gonna, I was going to try and find my baseball button with my picture on it. Oh, <laughs> and wear it but I couldn't find be. it. Right my sister fine. had one of those. Yeah, like all my baseball and uh, or my all my softball and soccer ones. What position did you play in softball? Softball? I did shortstop, and then I mainly did outfield after that. How did you feel playing shortstop? That's a very it's high pressure. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I had to pay attention more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like when you're in the outfield. No, when I was in the outfield and like having fun in the back. Yeah, yeah, just screwing around back there till you hear the bat. So you hear it go. That's like usually my favorite <laughs> people are outfielders. I'm like, yeah, I totally get because they're just standing around out there. Yeah, but you seem to have a good arm. I love shortstop because you paid more attention and you're in it. You're in it you're right there. in it. And if you're not paying attention, line drive to the face. <laughs> yeah. Like right. I, I don't I know. remember when my coach tried me at first base and I was just not having it. Not having it. I don't know if I could play shortstop. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. But first base, if you didn't catch that ball and they made it on base. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I hated it. Yeah, you could look. You, it. you have to make it look easy. Yeah. You have to make it look easy because you can be slow. So first base is probably the easiest of the infield to play, even though I wouldn't want to play it. I'm definitely outfield material, except I can't throw. So now what are you going to do? No, with me? you can't. Now what are you going to do with me? You just stick me. You stick get a me, designated thrower. Stick me in right field and hope that the center fielder has range to get over there. I was always uh, the fourth batter up too. Oh, nice. They always wanted me to take it home. Wow. wow. That's pretty cool. Clean up there. My dad always says, he's like, I don't know why you stopped baseball you sh- or softball. You should have stopped soccer. Because I stopped one. I stopped softball. Um, and I did soccer. I kept continuing soccer and then I stopped that. Why did you pick uh, soccer over baseball? Uh, there was a lot more running. Ted Lasso. It's more interesting than softball. Huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right, a lot of downtime in between yeah. the plays. It's more I was interesting always than baseball. Midfield, yeah. Some was like running back and forth, just run, 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 hmm. run. Um, but Hit I didn't play it in high school. I stopped somewhere in the middle school. You could have probably still played baseball. Hit a ball, take a base. But my dad, he's like, you were so you good at hitting. I don't know why you stopped. You were, were like, you a home runner? What was your what was your, what was your batting average? I don't know my dad. We could have been the best kid. Were you like a three twenty five hitter? I I might have stopped softball in ninety seven. Or 98. Some, and when you watch, like, girls softball, some of those pitches, especially when you get to, like, high school. Oh, they it are, got scary. They are firing It got scary. It's a giant fucking melon thrown <laughs> at The girl head. that was in softball with me, she was great. She made it to UNLV. Oh, okay. Um, and she played softball for them. And she's like, I was glad she was always on my team. But when we had practice, I got so scared. Yeah, they fire that. It got ball. scary later because I didn't grow with all the other girls. Like they just got taller, and, and I just stayed my height. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it got scary. It got yeah. a little scary. Every they're throwing at your head. They're not trying to, but it's coming right <laughs> at your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I was the right height for that game later. Step on, into but. it. You take one for the team. You get on base. I knew. I knew when to quit. Yeah, crack a rib. <laughs> crack a rib. Like for the, the girls team. got bigger each year, and yeah. I just was not catching up because I was always the number zero, one, or. I was two once in my life, but I was always zero and one. Hmm. It's wow. the tiniest, like the shortest one there. Yeah. Why don't you, yeah, yeah, stick the bat out. You'll, you'll give me contact. Lots of bunts. <laughs> lots, of, lots of cheap hits in the infield. I rarely did a bunt, but oh my God, did you watch that scene when she did the bunt? I was like, she's so far away from the base, and then she's just <laughs> sweet. Like, I had an issue with that. I, I know, never some, noticed that before. Some of the baseball, some of it, I, I was noticing some of the girls really looked like they were getting nice, like solid hits. Yeah. Gina Davis, they always had to shoot it. It always looked like she would just pop it right off the bat. Yeah. 
It always looked like she it didn't was. Look like yeah. I was like no. Because like no. when they show that long that that long shot of Hanks when he's yelling, he's just playing by himself with the uh, with the pitching machine. Oh. He does get one. He he gets a piece of one. It's like wow, he, that's a really nice piece of hitting. Like you know they would have drove that ball, you know. But every and all the other girls are getting hits, but Gina Davis always looked like she just pops it up. Oh, hers looked bad. There was yeah. another one too. I just forgot who it was. It's hard to make baseball look real. Like you can fake it, you can cut, you can you know. This shoot. movie does it. It's fake for sure. The whole movie's fake. Yeah, some of. I mean, there's some good stuff, but yeah, it's not. They're as, not showing a game at all. Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Realistically, it's not the most realistic yeah. baseball movie, but it is a great movie about baseball. I if love you know this what movie. I mean. I love it. The actual game doesn't look great, but. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you snoring again? What? Let's uh, let's. Sorry, what? We're gonna save Jake for last. So, uh, Patrick. <laughs> Not having seen it, what did you think, my man? Who doesn't love a great movie about baseball? Right. But who doesn't love horrible commentary through the whole damn movie? <laughs> I don't know how it is that you didn't say right off the bat. You seen this? <laughs> like, before it starts. You Why would I before? ask that? I'm like, yeah, we've all seen this. <laughs> you just assumed he had. She just kind of does that. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I showed him the print I purchased, and then I got the wooden frame, and then I got I purchased the plate that so uh, there's no crying. But, like, you'd think... He at some point would be like, "Oh yeah, I've never seen that." By the way, and that was years ago that I did that. By the way, that scene when you watch it, that scene is just fantastic. Yeah, the way that whole scene is shot and that slow burn that he does when he finally gets to where the mm-hmm. where he's just screaming and then the yump comes over. He's like, "You think you could have handled that a little bit better?" <laughs> the way he says, "He's like, what's the problem?" He's like, "She's crying, sir." Like he's just looking for anybody <laughs> who will understand why he's upset. <laughs> Like, like he's like, thank God you're here. You'll understand. Like, yeah. and then he's like, no, no, no. I love another girl. And then he's like, you look like a penis. <laughs> you look like a. Anybody ever tell you you look like a penis? I love when he says, you know, my parents drove to see this. He called me a pile of pig yeah. shit. Rogers, my parents. What a great reference, uh, Rogers Hornsby. What a great <laughs> reference. Called me a. A talking pile of pig shit in front of my parents. <laughs> it's it's a fun movie. I I like the setting. I, it it's nice to see them kind of go back and forth. I was a little weirded out by the dubbing they did for her voice because mm. um, it's not her. It's not her. <laughs> Who? Um, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. But the, they sure when she's older, structure. they dub her voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, to, yeah. to get you know to similar, which I get. Like uh, nowadays, they would have just put them all in prosthetics. I, I can um, do without the wraparound. Believe that whole wraparound. Yeah, I mean it was okay, right? Yeah. Like I get, I get like they're trying to you know give you a nice you know sentimental it, feeling. Yeah, it's cool. And they used actual players like, that veterans. Part I liked. I was asking that. And Justine just showed me. Yeah. Um, but I can still do without it. Yeah, I mean, just just seeing the baseball at the time, I, I I really appreciated that, and it was nice to see that, you know, they were appreciated as athletes as well, um, in their own right. And Tom Hanks is fantastic. I really enjoy Tom Hanks in this movie. I forgot to say, I like um, because now I'm watching as an adult. I love it. He says he's got to go home and give the wife the pickle tickle. Oh, the pickle tickle. Oh yeah, that's such a great. That's such a, there's so many great little moments in this movie. Uh, I didn't obviously I wouldn't catch that when I was yeah, yeah. So Love it like, was definitely underappreciated. He was uh, great A. So and you good. see him at the end too. It's so great where he's just sticking in the cigar in his mouth and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. A little old uh, and he's he's leaving. Why do they always get attached to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. <laughs> it's so great. Like it's such a bit part, but he does such a good job. The the um, line that I always he's think John away from the chickens. Oh yeah. He's like, where the Get these fucking animals. Away. Get them on a leash. Uh, the one I always think John. I always think of John because it's it's like our type of joke is when they're talking about Marla Hooch and he goes, "Do you know General Omar Bradley?" 
too much of a resemblance. <laughs> That's such a great line that like five people would get, but it's so good. My favorite line of his is almost the best line in the whole movie. Is really, this is the part where I stay here and you move away from the <laughs> from the dots. <laughs> And I think there was one more scene that they cut. He had one more scene where he did like that Babe Ruth story about the meat rocket. He's in, he's choking on a hot dog, and somebody's gonna like climb up on top and kick him in the back of the neck. And out comes this meat rocket. So he had like an extra scene, and they just cut it. You know? uh, yeah. that's a bummer because he is good in it. Uh, he's so wonderful. He is good. In yeah, it. I love John Lovitz. I didn't even think much of him until now. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great little. He's only in it for like ten minutes. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but it's a wonderful. Time. It's, it's memorable, and he's really good. He's he's. You can just tell he's over it. Like when uh, <laughs> when the when Marla's dad is talking about how he's like she's got an eye like to measure, and he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's just like, look, just get me out of here. I just, I just want to get back on the train, get out of this town. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great little. You know, I, I didn't realize that's a great little scene. I always kind of skip over that, but. When he's telling him, he's like, look, you know, I did the best I could. Her mom died and, you know, I raised her like a, a boy, you know, please, please, you know. And then when he tells her there's nothing, when he's, the, you feel, she's like, who's going to take you? He goes, look, you got to go somewhere and make things happen. He's like, because nothing's going to happen for yeah, you. Yeah. You have to go. Yeah. You know, that's such a great little scene. It yeah. gives, you, gives you a little, but you don't get to know Marla that well, unfortunately. I think there's, it's one of those movies there's so many people that. They have to pick and They choose. have to pick and choose. Yeah. But I do like Marla as a as a hitter, and then you get your your boy Harry Shearer. It's the newsreel guy, and he's like, "How about that, Marla Hooch?" And they show her like two hundred feet like away, a mile away, from like a like, mile away. Yeah, how's about that, Marla Hooch? All the little uh, David Outlander, I think, does wonderful. It's the it's the opposite of uh, what you got like in Major League. You know, he's very low key. Yes, but he's got m- marvelous moments. He's doing you know? all the uh, the Red Barber. Yeah, Uncle Elmer socks. <laughs> <laughs> but he really feels like a guy who's been doing it for a hundred years. Yeah, you know? yeah, nothing. It takes a lot to get him excited. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Marla Hooch, Jake. Mm. What did you think, man? You'd never seen it. That's right. <laughs> you you got to remember, Jake doesn't appreciate. He's halfway baseball, out the door. Though. You're a resident. I, do, I really don't appreciate baseball, and that probably has a lot to do with my brother and me getting dragged along for, uh, to baseball games my whole life. But what if it was like this? The whole thing. What if? What if? I want people to fucking drag me to baseball games. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm hey, man, you don't got a choice. We're going to a fucking game. God damn it again. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. So you didn't like it as much because it was about baseball. Because women were playing baseball? Oh, oh, shit. He didn't say that. Because you want them in the kitchen or what? He didn't exactly. have to say it, John. We knew what he She meant. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> wow. That's great. Yeah. And that's you all I like got to say You like Madonna? Because I always thought Madonna that was picture, so cute. That picture's mound did not look like a kitchen in any way. <laughs> Send your cards and letters, too. <laughs> Jake. No, it was I'm no, just going to let... Good. I'm just gonna let. Just let me crash just and burn. Just handle this. Just let me crash. Just let me crash and burn. Okay. Please do. <laughs> I don't need any. Let's help. let me dig my own hole. Um, but yeah, it was it was decent. It was good. I had a lot of fun. Gina Davis was, uh Gina Davis and Tom Hanks. I think had a really great relationship in the movie together. Really? Like a both like the Rosie mutual love for Madonna? baseball. <laughs> you didn't like Rosie and Madonna. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> she was a lot of fun. Rosie and O'Donnell Madonna? was a lot of fun too. And Madonna. <laughs> And Madonna. That's right. I thought Madonna did a great job in yeah, this. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was great. It's like a movie where she's actually acting. You know, the it's lead <laughs> of the movie, I guess the original lead person quit because Madonna got casted. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I wonder who that was. That's weird. I saw her name. I don't know who she is. Yeah, that's interesting. Look it up. Yeah. 
But yeah. <laughs> Don't bring that up and just drop it. Well, because I, wonder... I didn't care, so I just moved I on with my life. That's interesting. So she thought it was just like, this isn't she a serious She didn't want to do it because they, cast, mm-hmm. they ended up casting her later, and she was supposed to be the lead. Oh, interesting. This is probably Madonna's best acting work. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because and then it's... you get a horrible song at the end. Oh, does she sing it? Yeah, she sings at the end. I, for, like, I didn't really... know. I, I forgot that Betty Spaghetti is Rob Reiner's daughter. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't think I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> Betty Spaghetti. How about that? What's her name? Uh, Tracy Betty's, Reiner. Betty Spaghetti. Huh. How about that? Yeah. She's Rob Reiner's daughter. But you know, because Deborah Reiner... Winger. Oh, you don't know who Deborah Winger is? No, I kept looking well, at her. And I'm like, do... I don't know. Who well, this we... you saw ET, right? <laughs> <laughs> Great. That job. was the voice of ET. Uh, well, Officer and a Gentleman. You never said an Officer and a Gentleman, or Urban Cowboy. Nope. Or oh, how about like inter- uh, uh, How about Terms cowboy. of Endearment? You ever see Terms of Endearment? No. Nope. Uh, you ever see uh, Taste the Blood of Dracula? Nope. Like, how am I supposed to know who this is? I don't know who she is. Uh, she was huge in the in the in the eighties. She was huge, huge. Right, right. Yeah. Well, she was supposed to be the lead until she found out that. Um, oh, uh, interesting. That Madonna. Oh, that just cast. popped up. She just didn't like Madonna, or. Yeah, yeah. Movies probably fun. not. Movies it's good. Not a serious actor. A great, a, a beautiful message. She didn't want to share the field. Hmm. Mm, and it's that, not like she took away from the film. Not Madonna. really. No. She's not even like, I mean, she gets like third billing, but she's not really that big a, I mean, she's there. She but was great in the film. I it never she, felt like she was like, she was like hogging the screen or she never felt like she like stole the show or anything. She's like believable. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. surprising thing. Her dancing, thing. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's her. And then yeah. she's just. She probably, you know, it's funny. She probably dug it because she wasn't asked to be Madonna. She just. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Winger said, uh. That after meeting real life players on whom the film was based, she didn't think the movie honored them. Mm. As entertaining as the final film was, you don't walk away going, wow, those women did that. You kind of go, is that true? She said. In terms of Davis's performance in the role, uh, Winger said she believes Davis, quote, did okay and said of the cast, I certainly don't begrudge any of them. When it comes to Madonna, Winger said, I think her acting career has spoken for itself. Damn, that's fucking cold. Pretty snobby. <laughs> Well, you'll get a chance to hate her when we get over to Tombstone. Because she turns up in Tombstone. I don't remember that. (laughs) And I've seen Tombstone a million times. Deborah Winger's in Tombstone? Yeah. God, how how Uh do I not remember that? Hmm. Isn't she? I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, no, no. You know who it is? It's uh, What's her name? The other one that reminds you of Debbie Winger. Wow. She was a she was a TV star. She was a See, I told you this lady isn't popular or no. She was a She's the voice of E.T. She's the voice of E.T. Um, isn't that weird? Dana Dana, Dana Delaney. Delaney. Oh. I always get her and Deborah Winger. Yeah, mixed Dana up. Delaney was really uh, what, in China Beach or what was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. They don't look that. They don't look that similar. No, they don't. But they remind me of each other. I don't know why. I always get them confused. <laughs> hmm. I see. It's like Who you guys getting favorite? Emma Stone and Gollum. Who's your favorite together. character? My favorite character. Tom Hanks. <sighs> You like when he does his little prayer in the duck or in the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already have it up. Lord, I'd just like to thank you for that waitress in South Bend. You know who she is. She kept calling your name. <laughs> she kept calling your name. Yeah. That's that was yeah that was really funny. I don't know. Yeah, just seeing like yeah, seeing Tom Hanks's character just like come to realizations like oh I need baseball in my life. I thought that was very sweet, and him trying to tell. Whatever Gina Davis's character's name is, you can regret it. Dottie. 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 Dottie Henson. Yeah. What did if, you think of Kit, the little sister? If it was easy, everyone would do it. 
What about Bill Pullman? Yeah, what a cast. Jeez. Yeah, what? Yeah, what a Everybody's cast. Everybody's John, what do you think of this yeah. movie? Hot dog and Bill Pullman. Now I'm saying mm-hmm. hot dogging. Mm-hmm. He wasn't Tom Cat and around. Was, mm-hmm. <laughs> was catting no. around. No he sad. knew. He knew. She waited for Bob. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. She fucking knew. She saw Tom Hanks and she's like, mm, maybe. But Bill Pullman's coming as home. As soon as I saw him, I told Patrick, like, that's Casper's dad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no. That's the president of these United States. That's so funny. Everything's filtered through Casper. That's, that's, right, that's Casper's him. dad. No. Uh, that's avoid- Wednesday Adams. You know she was with Casper. Yeah. Avoid the clap. You know she kissed Casper. Casper yeah. the friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> avoid the clap. Jimmy Dukin. It's good advice. Oh, my God. That is the best. So that's funny. probably my favorite line in the whole movie. Just the way the little kid reads it. Avoid the clap. Jimmy Dugan. That's good advice. Oh, my God. That is the best. Yeah, Tom Hanks is so good. I loved you in The Wizard of Oz. There's so many great lines. So many. Yeah, I love this movie. It's, this is great. This is probably the best Penny Marshall movie. Yeah. You know, hell, she did Big. You know? Yeah. She's done some pretty good movies, but this was really. That's incredible. She directed him in Big as well, so she kind of knew what he was capable yeah. of. Yeah. You know. I like yeah. that it was a woman director. I mean, it wouldn't have happened anyways, but yeah. a woman director on it. Like, and and also, thought. Hanks, if you think about it, is the support role. He's really the supporting he, role. He's not the lead. No, no. He's not. no. But he was so good in this, I think people started considering him for more I think leads. Because you saw him as a villain and you're not used to seeing him as a villain. Kind of an unlikable. Yeah. 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 And, and, he and probably, usually he's not playing that part. I would imagine he loved that, that you got to see him as somebody who wasn't. Uh, a likable character. He didn't get to do a lot of that. And so he, he showed he could go to darker places. Yeah. And that ultimately, I think, ironically opens it up for him to do all these other roles. You know? He played a good drunk. And then even when he went to the floor to bend and um, do the prayer, like he had a limp. He had a hard time getting it. He acted that out. And you believe it all. Yeah. He, that- was, he was loosely based on uh, Jimmy Fox, who was, a, who was a real baseball player. But it, uh, apparently Fox was a gentleman to his – but he did coach in the – in the uh, girls' league, uh, because he couldn't get into the, he kind of had a career, good career, and then, but uh, I think he, he wasn't able to get drafted, and he ends up uh, coaching one of the girls' teams. So they probably embellished this. They figured they figured it'd be funnier if this guy's a little more of a rogue, you know? Yeah. But I do the heartfelt scenes with him and Gina Davis. I, this is probably the best thing she ever did. Is you know what I mean? She's done a lot. I mean, Thelma and Louise is great, but when I think about other movies she's done, this the fly. Is, you know, this is amazing. And the scenes between the two of them, that scene where he says, you know, I drank away the last five years of my career. I'd give anything to get one of those days back. You know, you just feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a difference between just reading that and really making you believe it. You know? Yeah, for sure. They said that uh, Tom Hanks during the scene didn't know when he was going to be done peeing because Penny Marshall was in the stall with a hose and a bucket making the noise. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so he didn't know. That's funny. <laughs> And then the girl that got the strawberry bruise on her leg. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, man. It stayed for over a year. Wow. Was that a real? That was a real bruise. It said here that most of the cast um, actresses, all of their injuries and bruises are in the film. Shit. Yeah. That was fucking Does shiny. that say anything? I think Penny Marshall played softball. Does that say anything about that? I think she played sports. Who is, uh, who is your favorite? Ellen Sue Gotlander, John? <laughs> Miss Georgia? Yeah. I don't know. I, it just everyone has their moment, you know. I love the John Lovett stuff. I think Tom Hanks does such a great job, and um, yeah, I think when I think back of all the Gina Davis movies, this has got to be pretty close to the top. And uh, do you like all of the? Uh, how does it feel as a period piece? Does it? Yeah. 
Well, the the, uh, the number one thing is you're you're not thinking about it. So generally, yeah, never speaking, jumped out at me. At yeah, that, they're not know. laying it on so thick. The best thing you can say about a period piece is you're not thinking much about it, because if they do it wrong. If they miss the boat or if it's corny or they lay it on thick, you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. This one, you're not thinking about it. You just sort of take it at face value. Oh, yeah, it's the war. And they kind of hit all the – and really it's an education. You know, how many people knew that that's what they had to do to keep baseball going during the war, you know? Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. people going to see this movie would not have known that. So it's For sure. really <laughs> – on top of everything else, it's an entertaining movie, but you really do learn something. Uh, Lori Petty and Rosie O'Donnell were the two best players and they would have hitting competitions. Wow. Oh, yeah. I can see Rosie being able to smack that. Mm-hmm. Rosie can fucking crush that. Yeah. May Mortavito. Uh, Brooke Mortavito. Shields was supposed to be in the movie, too. Mm. Wow. Kind of glad she wasn't. Oh, yeah, me too. That would have overshadowed. I love this movie. I think it's great. I have very fond movies of uh, the last road trip I ever took with my parents. Uh, we were staying at a motel somewhere, and uh, this came on uh, the cable. And uh, it was like one of the movies you could watch. And uh, my parents just sat there and laughed and laughed. My mom thought it was a funny. When the, when she comes out of the, the confessional in the priest office oh, and he's sweating, sweating. Yeah. Like, I thought I my mom everything. was yeah, I thought my mom was gonna die of a heart attack. She thought it was so funny. Uh, so I was I have very 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 fond memories of like that. That's was, the second time that Bible hit the floor. Yeah, I was like I was the last. I was already in, I was already I think you know in college. And uh, my parents were like, we gotta, we're going to go on a road trip. And I was like, I have zero interest in going. And my dad talked me into it. And I'm always glad I went. How old were you? I was, I was in my 20s already, probably 22, 23. You don't want to go with your parents. Yeah. And we drove to Montana, of all places. My mom had a... Well, you hated it, though. I didn't say I hated it. You? Did, I ever, did, I use, did I use the word hate? Did I ever use the word hate? I, I heard hate. It felt like he hated right? it, right? It felt like, like he hated here, it. in the core. He didn't want to talk about it. No, you know what? He said he hated baseball. He didn't say he hated this Hate movie. baseball. Yeah. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Patrick? That's uh, an eight. Justine? Ten. Damn. This there is you. an eight for me. This there is a ten go. for Justine shit. The, just the, just I didn't the, hear anyone say anything bad. No, I love it. Except for, except for the wraparound, I love it. I can do without the wraparound. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It doesn't. Uh, that to me does not knock off points. It, it seems I, very. It feels very lifetime movieish. Yeah, it, you're right. It makes it feel more like a cable thing than a yeah. than a movie thing. And yet, just as, to learn about the idea of it, I guess you yes. needed it. But you could have just made the whole thing just set right in the 40s. Sure. Yeah. You think about somebody who might have done that. Yeah. Just said, we're just going to make this the 40s. I feel like the yeah. I feel like they they nail it. I feel like the yeah. There's a couple things that give away that it's not quite a period piece, but I, I'm not, I didn't spot them. I'm yeah. not. I'm <laughs> not super nitpicky about it. You know, like the advertisements and the uh, yeah, the yeah. fence and all that. It's always with the music. I'm always like, oh. You know, you're right. You're right. If there's anything, there's a couple moments that aren't quite on the money. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, I noticed you can't do a baseball movie without David Strathairn. <laughs> yeah, he's always in those. And he always seems like he came out of a time machine. Whatever sure. period they're doing, he's he, nailed it. He's nailed and it. And I don't. I guess that's the acting and the look and the costume. Yeah. When he's doing another, you, know, you believe it 100%. Sure. Yeah. Like LA Confidential. You just go, this guy is existing in that time yeah, period. Yeah, for know? real. Yes, uh, Hans Zimmer scores a little, it's always a little too soaring mm-hmm. at every... Every kind of you know, every time. It's I like, think you're right. It's like it doesn't always need to be. That's another lifetime. Quite uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Hallmark. Yeah. And it's like no, she's just milking a cow. We're fine. Like you don't. What need it to- does is it it takes me out of the movie. I'm going. Oh, it's not happening. It's like a movie. Yeah, exactly. What you want? You know. 
like, you know, obviously something like Paper Moon, it's all absolutely <laughs> time specific. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. You know, when they're doing, the, when they're running to the train and they're doing the uh, uh, choo 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 boogie, we could have used Louis Jordan there, but we used like Manhattan Transfer or something. It's like, yeah. It's like, well, you could have, yeah. you know, that could have been a. That makes it feel like they're dumbing it down. Yes. It's like, no, you could have done an original yeah, version yeah. of that. And boy, it would have just given it extra points. Yes. So I get it. It's not a perfect movie, but Tom Hanks lifts it. Uh, and it's great. They, they don't get too, they don't lay it on thick with the emotions, but they do just enough that you, you do get attached to the, to the girls and you, you feel for them and everything they're going through. Absolutely. And, so uh, by the time Betty Spaghetti gets that telegram, you're just like, "Holy shit! That's hard this is right awful." Yeah. yeah. So they do great with the emotion. So Penny Marshall I always. Think that's when I found out that he didn't see it, right, Patrick? Is that the moment? Because right when she's holding it, I'm like, "Oh, goes to her." And why would you do that? Because I don't know why. why do you do that? You don't need to act out the movie. I don't know why? What are you nuts? I thought you were gonna like lean over and ask Patrick why he wasn't crying. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me then, never to watch a movie with you. And I think that's when he said it. He's like, I haven't seen this movie. I'm like, what? I'm like, why didn't you shut me up? I just so kept talking, talking, if you talking, watch talking, Citizen talking. Kane with Justine, she's going to blurt out, you know, the, it's, the Rosebud's the slut. You yeah. Know, right? And you're like, well, I don't need to see the movie now. It's the first Justine's five minutes. Justine's like, and next, a Nazi tank is going to bust in, and Tom Hanks is going to hit it with his bat. And, and then it's going to blow up. And plane is going to chase him down on this lone dirt road yes. out of nowhere. Guys, what a great show today. Next week, what's our movie, Justine? Unforgiven. <gasps> Justine. And she hasn't but, seen oh. Wait. Guess what's the week after that? What's that? Sneakers. Uh, no, we have to. I have to. There is a. Fuck. There is a. No. There is. There is a program. <laughs> you will not take this from me. You know, should we, I think, should we just skip sneakers? That's why I don't number the movies anymore. I think we should just skip uh, yeah. sneakers. I just yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait it out now. Because there are little inserts. Um, wow. How cool. How cool. But you've seen uh, Unforgiven, right? Mm-mm. Oh, so maybe. I don't remember. I have Justine's How never could seen you not remember? <laughs> Justine's never seen it? No. Oh, Justine. Patrick's Unforgiven for not having seen it. Was it good? It's <laughs> that my, was a great joke. It's, my fi- it's the you. best Clint Eastwood movie ever. I would have to say yes yeah. to that. Yeah. It's the best Clint Eastwood yeah, movie. And it's not like he's really acting it. And I'm talking, and I'm including... The spaghetti westerns. Yeah, and that's not that. like he didn't really act that one. You're out. including paint your wagon. Yeah, I mean always including. Paint your wagon. <laughs> I gave my love a flower. Anyway, whatever. Uh, you guys made me watch it. <laughs> I love it. Whatever. I'll watch it. No, <laughs> I still remember. I was in Hawaii and I watched it. I, why wagon? would you do that? Because you guys were talking about. I was like, I, okay, I should watch it. We were so surprised. We're like, it's not on the list, is it? <laughs> Yeah, when I came back, you guys were like, no, we haven't like, seen it. And what? Like, but you were talking about it. We're like, yeah, but we were talking about Death Wish, too. <laughs> All right. So for Jake, for Patrick, for John, for Justine, we say avoid the clap. Mm, Jimmy Duke. It's good advice. <laughs>